Greetings, friends! Welcome back to another very special episode of the Film Alchemist Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, here for a brief little introduction before today's very special episode. Guys, it is official. The Film Alchemist are on Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. It's the absolute best way to help our show. Help, please, please help us. It's also the very best way to make sure that this show is exactly what you want and deserve. For as little as a dollar a month, you can join our community. See some of the fun stuff we're doing. Meet our amazing patron community over there. And as you go up the very official Highlander tier system, you can actually select the movies you specifically want us to discuss in a patron exclusive library. We know uh, that dollars are hard earned, so we try to work hard to earn them too. Every single dollar helps, guys. For those of you who already have supported us, thank you so much. For those of you that are about to, thank you as well. Make sure you go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, Film Alchemist. You can see video versions of most of our podcasts there, along with some other fun stuff we're always working on. You can email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you find the show. Helps us defeat the algorithmic overlords. Bring in more alchemists to the old, uh, the old dungeon party here. And uh, we're on every social media that you're on, so be sure to get at us, guys. We love to hear from you. We're very easy to get a hold of. <laughs> right. Enough of that business. You're not here for business. It's October. You're here for whore. Uh, 31 days, 31 pods. The descent into the abyss of whore. Guys, today is uh, an episode that I was absolutely delighted getting to go back and re-listen to during the editing process. Today, we're joined by our friend Adrian Clark, the great, the amazing, the powerful Adrian Clark, the queen of Harvest Horror, we've decided. In the episode, you'll hear us call it some other things, but she's now dubbed it Harvest Horror, and I think that's a spectacular name. So we asked Adrian to come back. She was amazing on last year's uh, October Marathon. She was great enough to come back again, and again, she selected this kind of lost gem, right? Night of the Scarecrow. Just an amazingly fun, weird mashup of ideas and things that seem like they don't work, but end up in this really fun movie. And it's just, it was such a great movie to talk to Adrian specifically about. Adrian is sharp and witty and funny. You, When you're talking to her, you want to really earn that laugh. When you make Adrian laugh, it makes you feel like you did something, right? Like you, you earned it. This is not a cheap laugh, right? She's a smart, smart cookie, so you got to really earn it. Um, Adrian is a writer. She is a podcaster herself. She has a podcast. We'll put all the sh uh, details down in the show notes so you guys can find her everywhere. Um, she's writing her own D&D &D adventures. As if you couldn't love Adrian enough, the more you talk to her, you just keep finding more things that are amazing about her. So... We want to extend our uh, deepest thanks and gratitude for her for making the time in her ultra busy schedule to come and talk to us. We want to thank her for picking such a weird and fun movie. And we want to thank you guys for going to patreon.com slash pod to support the show. Thank you for being here, guys. We know it's a lot of pods. It means the world to us that you guys do this with us every October. Without any more blabbering, night of the scarecrow. guys welcome back to the show our friend adrian clark adrian welcome back thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here we are back we are going to the cornfield <laughs> you're coming with me that's right 
it wouldn't be october without our resident scarecrow expert (laughs) (laughs) is that because i kind of look like a scarecrow like no no. self-identified scarecrow i actually (laughs) self-identified all right it's cool it's cool that's your word not our yeah i was gonna say i figured we looked more like we were stuffed full of hay and baggy clothing so so i feel very scarecrow too we can all be um would you like to tell everyone uh what you're working on and where they can find you online Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm just kind of puttering around, retweeting stuff like Elvira's an iconic bisexual. Hell yeah. I just say iconic and then like four people like it, which means I'm really famous. So that's my. It makes you uh, iconic. Oh, wait, people yeah. like your tweets? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> yeah, that must um, be awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the life. No, I also, I'm, I'm doing a lot of um, book reviewing right now, actually. Awesome. Taking a step away from doing uh, in-depth movie reviews when there's 3,000 people saying the same thing. No offense <laughs> to those people. I read them all. But, you know, doing a lot of book reviews for uh, indie horror authors and writing my own D&D campaign from scratch, actually, as the DM for the first time. So that Super stoked on right. that, yeah. All the time, yeah. That's a bit, I will definitely be one of your people purchasing that. Um, so uh, what, what are your handles on social so people can find you? Oh yeah, so I, you know, I keep it really simple. So they're both different. Um, I'm October <laughs> underscore country on Instagram and Adrian <laughs> underscore edits on Twitter. So come and give me that fifth like. I deserve it. Yeah, that's right. She does deserve it, guys. D and D, come on. That's our crowd. Come We're on. a D and D loving crowd. Um, all right. So it is October. This is the 31 days, guys. Thank you for hanging in with us. We know it's a shitload of pods all at once, but it's always a good time, and uh, we love doing it. Adrian, you picked another amazing film. Would you like to tell everyone what we're watching and why you chose it? Yes. Uh, It is Night of the Scarecrow, not Dark Night of the Scarecrow. Not Dark Night of the Scarecrow. Very important distinction. (laughs) And Dark Night of the Scarecrow is a great film, not the one we're watching. Night of the Scarecrow. This is Night of the Scarecrow from 1995, directed by Jeff Burr, who I don't even know. I don't know who Jeff Burr is, but he's in it, he's a genius. Jeff Burr also, <laughs> actually, Jeff Burr also directed uh, Pumpkinhead too. So. Oh shit! Really? Okay, That's so awesome. this is definitely a little more well thought out than Pumpkinhead. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I yeah, do yeah. like Pumpkinhead too. They just kind of went into like, what if Mask turned into Revenge Pumpkinhead? And you're like, That's a weird. All right. Like it's, still, it's still worlds better than the pumpkin head video game or yeah it's a computer game yeah no you're i yeah. mean you're yeah. a high bar not to be left but yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, but, uh, that is a that is a fifth grade field day high bar right there <laughs> all right yep. so adrian uh i know you love scarecrows yes why do you love this movie that's a great question. Um, it, you know, it's it's weird as hell. And it's one of those movies that you can watch it. Maybe this is just me. I think I've got a pretty good eye for remembering story plots as a writer myself and fiction writer, etc. But it's one of those movies where you can watch it five times in a row and you can't really remember all the beats of it. And I don't know what mesmerizing yes. insanity yeah. certain kinds of movies, especially from the 80s and 90s, are that movie. And I, I think that's magical because it's it's it, it hypnotizes you. Also, the scarecrow design is dank. This is a kills movie, not True. a plot movie, obviously. And it's got some great kills. Um, you know, and in a perfect world, in a perfect Adrian world, scary scarecrows could just be scarecrows that are scary. They wouldn't yeah. need some sort of like impetus 
or curse or anything like that. But this one gets a pass, mild spoiler. Um, this one gets a pass because I think it's pretty creative. Yeah, it's I actually pretty cool. It's yeah. I, I agree too. It, it's this weird time we live in now where there's more horror than there's ever been. Yeah. But low budget horror now, like the you know, straight to shutter kind of stuff. It all feels like it's trying to recapture a movie you've already seen. Yeah. Or it's very yep. slick and fast, right? Mm-hmm. This was that era where they were just putting movies out on DVD and you could just get the weirdest shit. Like, this is the weirdest storyline for a movie. It's just yeah. about a magic man who gives these people a utopia to live in and they murder him for no yeah. reason. Super uncool. Yeah, I'll get into this later, but I think the Scarecrow <laughs> in this movie is the most justified homicidal maniac of all time. This town deserved it. Yeah. We're all there. We're going to have to talk about that because I I wrote it (laughs) in my notes. I'm like, I am on Team Scarecrow this entire movie. Well, they went back to tell (laughs) his backstory. I'm like, wait, and orgies? Like, what are you complaining about? This guy is awesome, (laughs) and there's orgies? What a, what? Anyways. It's all he cared about. It's not a big deal. Just don't come. Yeah. Yeah. You're not invited anyway. Or do. Or do. Or or do. It's up to you. Everything yeah. is fertile in this valley. He's no. just trying to live. He's trying to get everyone to live deliciously, and everyone yeah. else is like, "No, that's right, that's right." White Wrong. Philip was doing his best, but this is the thing. It's a strange. <laughs> Philip was just trying to help. Yeah, right. it's so strange because it just waffles between like pornography, and then like a weird like movie you would have liked when you were twelve, and then there are just amazing actors that just keep popping up and confusing the shit out of your mind. Alex, uh, had you ever seen this before? What did you make of this film? No, I had never seen this one. You know, it's funny, actually. <laughs> I had seen Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, though. That was like one yes. of those things like uh, I researched. I don't know how I watched it. This was one of those things. It wasn't a research thing. But either way, um, yeah, never saw this one. Fantastic time. Like yeah. it is. Yeah, it waffles between a lot of different movies. But and it totally. <laughs> See, Adrian knows what's up. It it like starts this. It does feel like, I hate to put it this way, it does start like real porny for me. I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. We're getting like nice, like soft lighting. You know, I'm like something, <laughs> someone's clothes yeah, are about to come off. Yeah, you got that Yankee candle lighting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then, yeah, we cut to fucking John Hawks in this movie. I'm just like, sweet, Oscar nominee John Hawks apparently is in this film now oh, as well. Shit, it was, he might be an Oscar. I honestly don't know if I'm at. But either way, yeah, he's like, and yeah, um, I also wrote in my notes as I think the both of you did are all the teenagers in this town 40 years old or is that just a thing like yeah john hawks looks like he's playing like a 50 year old like divorce construction worker (laughs) but they keep referring to him as the boy and the teenager (laughs) like I thought this was a lot of the way to be like, how young is the drinking age in this town? And it's like, I don't know. What's the drinking age here? And I was like, have you seen a 10 year old that looks like John Hawks? That's so much scarier than any scarecrow. Like you got to handle that first before the magic. Why are these 10 year olds aging like Benjamin Button? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Something in the water. But yeah, it, it does such a, but again, yeah, and then you get deep into the movie, you get a little deeper into the mythos, and yeah, I honestly, I was just like, the whole time, rooting for the Scarecrow to just take these people down. Again, there are so many people in this movie. Like, yeah. for a movie that, like, I'm not sure, but I said this before the show, and I think this is the truth. I think there are actually a huge contingent of people that have seen this movie and just don't talk about it, because it's just one of those movies you tuck back there and just live with. But it'll stay. <laughs> 
Like it yeah. sticks with you because there's stuff in this movie that I'm like, there is some, there's some fun shit in this movie. Yeah. For like mm-hmm. the for what it is, and yeah, like it is just like a, it has that like pumpkin head vibe. It has all these things that like go really well with the genre, and it's a fucking scarecrow. Like, yeah, come on. Oh, I it's used to awesome. bail hay, man, and every now and again you get that one piece that's like down in your underwear, and you're like, like that's yeah, just there for the day. It's the one that's like, stuck that's in your be fingernail. A yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's what this movie is. Um, so Adrian, yeah, I I thought this movie was kind of spinning its wheels. Um, I was like, what what is happening in this town? And then uh, they run the tractor, the tiller, into mm-hmm. the tablet with runes on it and i was like yeah fuck yeah this is gonna be great <laughs> yeah once the runes showed up i'm like the I'm insertion in. of the uh the sorcerer magic scarecrow yeah man oh i guess i you know i'm not i have no idea this is one of the things usually when i love a film i'll like go hard and get all the research i can't find anything about this movie really literally <laughs> nothing no nothing. Everyone, they salted the earth and they walked away and they were like good good enough like see ya they so destroyed no the idea. bones and left yeah yeah they kind of did i got i bought it on vhs this past year in like a moment of pure covid like madness where i was like purchasing things online oh, yeah. like, everyone's got those those covid purchases yeah, that's a good but, one. And, yeah, and it wasn't that expensive. I think it was like six yeah. bucks, which is Horrible. a lot for a VHS, but <laughs> perfect. And you're so much more centered now, aren't you? No, not nope. at all. I don't use not it. Even I close. put pens cool. in it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also works for 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 pennies. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, it is like it's it, it's disappearing. It is. It seems like it's slowly being erased from the planet. It's why I bought the VHS so that at least on my deathbed it'll be part of my will. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, and that's why I'm glad we're doing this, because maybe we can get some renewed interest in when these folks can put it out on on Blu-ray. But all of that was a long answer to say I have no freaking clue who asked for this to be made, why they made it, (laughs) if someone was inspired to make it. But as, as a writer, it smells of work for hire and that a writer was just like, I don't know. <laughs> like i don't know the, they want a scarecrow so? to move they want the scarecrow to move scarecrows don't move so it's gotta get possessed uh, the, uh <laughs> wizards are like old and cute well warlock warlock is a warlock like nothing against that Good no no that's works work that's what Do i think, think it smells of just like writing a thing and getting it out there that's so fucking funny because those movies exist, right? Where it's like, hey, you've yeah. got like a week to have this script done. And, but you know, it's weird when I watched it, I was like, this kind of seems like a passion project to me. Like but some guy who's movie. like, yeah, like he had such a weird specific combination of like Gandalf poster above his bed and like scary scarecrow out his window. Yeah, and he's like, I can it. make this. And he's like, what do I need? Boobs? murders right like so yeah. i don't know i mean i guess what you're saying probably is what exactly happened yeah, makes I, a lot more sense i kind of i agree with adrian there's definitely a work for higher vibe to it but yeah. but but don't you feel like this lies, one it goes a little harder on making well, it i was gonna fun say therein lies the charm yeah like, the charm yeah. of the movie is what is this this like sort of like plastic scope of work that we're all thinking of it as like clearly someone was just like i don't know like we have three weeks in like a cornfield what do you guys want to do like and that's fine yeah. like you have the location you do your thing that's great but i also think like that's where some of the best movies are made and they all start with this like hollow concept and they end up yeah. being movies like this which are like 
a fucking blast to sit down and watch. That's well, that's I what would, I that's what I take away. I would agree with that. I think that what's what makes it so great is that it seems like everybody's a jobber. Like everybody was hired to just do this job, but they're all pretty damn talented. Well, not I don't know, maybe not all the actors, but like the FX people and the the cinematography is great and the, the camera like everybody who was hired is really good and doesn't yeah. just you know screw yeah. off when they've been hired. They're like, well, we're making a scary scarecrow movie. Here's my totally. best work. And so that's when I think you get something really exciting because it's like somebody with a cigar was like, we need to scare the kids. And everyone was like, <laughs> hell yeah. You know, and then they did. You know, it's interesting. The one the one piece of this movie that I was just like, I don't know how I feel about. There's parts of it that are awesome. And like, I'll get to the parts that I like. The kills, it better be the one part. I know the one part. You're the talking. cuts for the kills are awesome. Like, I love the way the kills mm-hmm. are cut. But I was I, I went and looked up who edited the movie. And it was this guy named uh, this guy named Bob Morowski. Bob Morowski is Sam Raimi's editor, who's edited Army of Darkness, all three Spider-Man movies. And Bingo. I was like, that's why these kills are so fresh, man. Like yep. these kills are off. Like, but like some of the like in between stuff, because I agree, Griff. There is some stuff that does spin up wheels a little bit, especially when we're in the middle and we like meet this. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I, I couldn't honestly. I just kept writing this new Italian. Because you, then you meet because like because like this the guy who shows up in town, our main dude is you're just like, this guy is just way too fresh and way too like way too Hollywood to like survive. Not out here. not a construction worker of imagination per se. <laughs> yeah, and who I never but, could remember why he's even there, but we'll get there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there's a lot also of... Also, like, he's like, I'm doing a construction project, but he's in charge of the barn of explosives and the excavator. I was like, <laughs> wait, what are you but, building? No. But Let's that was just, where... Like, here's, yeah. here's an interesting thing in this movie, right? Because I think, like you're saying, right? Like, the effects team had to come up with amazing ways for the Scarecrow to use his powers. And to me, that shows that extra thought than just like, oh, he has a sickle. And he's right. going to stab, like, four people. Like, they really went out of their way to come up with cool ways for him to use his powers. Like, here's, like, a weird hodgepodge scene, right? So they meet. We do these weird, like, porny scenes in the bar, like, I gotta decide if we're gonna have six. And then they, like, kiss, like, a little, and she pushes back, and she's like, I decided. Let's fuck. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And then we cut to the hotel where she's, like, you know, peeling herself off the bed. And she's like, something's wrong with my family. I gotta go check this out. You're like, it's, like, two in the morning. You're at the, like, hookup hotel. What the fuck? And then the door flies open and the priest uncle who just like last we saw him was diving out of a window comes in. He's like, let me sit on the sticky bed and spin you a yarn. And you're like, what? like, this is such a, I mean, that that's where Adrian's point is like, this is like a vortex in the script where it's like, we just got to move this ball. We yep. got to get that last yard. Yeah. Yep. Wait, just I'm sorry. Did we moving. skip? We did not talk about the POV shot of introducing the entire family. Right. Oh, we no. haven't. No, Holy I'm not even shit, sure if dude. anybody knows the story yet, but but I don't think it's important. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like I'm not even sure it matters. But that, I, like, no. to me, because the story and like the crux of everything kind of comes much later in the movie. I, I oh, clocked yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, first off, like nobody died until like I think almost half an hour into this movie. Yeah, yeah. But the story of why oh, you're pulling going an act on, two break on them, you're like wrong. It was no, it wasn't even that. It's more just like, oh wow, like nobody's died yet in this movie. Yeah. And this is like, like, and then you find out kind of why. And I, I appreciate that. You know but what this, died? Like, the American dream with this, this corrupt long family. Yeah. POV shot introducing the entire family is like, 
I think it might now be like one of my all time favorite, just like, we're going to do this. <laughs> like that to me is that's the part where I was like, there's some passion going on here for sure. Cause like someone made that choice in any other movie like this, you could see cut this person, cut that yeah. person. Yeah. This is a long shot that yeah. just like introduces the entire family and everything you need to know about them within a single context of a scene. Like, Dirk Blocker, who's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine now, or was at least, plays Uncle Frank, and he literally like, hey, how you doing? Must need a beer now that you're working for my uncle. <laughs> like, just slurps yeah. it down, and you're just like, got it. That guy's definitely going to die first, for, for like without question, because he's yeah. drinking on camera. Like He went from was, drinking yeah. beers in Prince of Darkness to the exact same character in the Scarecrow movie. It's just, the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of like, this guy's just like, I'm going to always be the guy to be cast as like the derelict like guy who drinks beers and he's like but i'm gonna do an awesome job at it and i love yeah i I mean i think that's the thing though right like even the priest in like the uh the sex bedroom right he just is going so hard and it could be like i mean i was like do you call that bad acting like he's trying really hard no and he's kind of pulling on the chain and like you know like when you walk a dog and you're like can you just stay on the fucking sidewalk and stop trying to pull me into traffic he's got that vibe (laughs) Yeah, yeah. like it kind of works for like creepy like over this is the thing though i think the priest is the best character in the movie because he seemingly is the only one who knows the entire backstory and knows that his mm-hmm. entire life is a lie because yeah. it's not god but like an orgy man who gives them all the bounty he's the only one who seems to realize yeah. the seriousness with which this backstory is like everyone else that's seems what like, i mean yeah, we'll he knows it. his we'll his grandfather was a fraud he knows he's a fraud he's over there like trying not to jerk off to the victoria's secret catalog and crying <laughs> like this is a troubled dude <laughs> like when he said i had to go back to the church i'm like he's going back to the church with that magazine at like midnight why to drink communion wine and jerk off like a grown-up yeah, gotta get in, hey, listen the confessional booth it's quiet am i the only one that thought that did you see how sweaty <laughs> no. he was looking at that and like that yeah. the kind of brawls that every woman owns it's not like they were like even scant like racy no. numbers right like no. it's it just was like, more like want... an ll bean catalog it was yeah. that's what i mean do you just want something to cover your body parts and he's like the vapors the, the christian <laughs> and, and he's, he's not even a catholic priest or if he is he's very yeah because he's married like, that's he's what i said i was like what kind of he's married <laughs> like he's a normal pastor like he doesn't have any like yeah. predilections yeah. against sex obviously yeah he's in a family also, uh, neither does his daughter because she fucked like she's like, yeah, oh, yeah, this man is like a Spencer's gift. And you're like a 50 year old teenager. Like, yeah, we can hook up. <laughs> this is not a super. That's what I mean. But yeah. he bears the weight of this entire lie. Like not only that his family's full of shit criminals, but that there is no God other than like the orgy harvest God. Right. Ooh, so God, that's, like, that's sick. I want that on a shirt. Yeah, dude, we should make that shirt. We should make that. <laughs> that's a shirt. The three of us own it. I know a guy who makes shirts. We'll put that's that is mer- that is we, merch for the pod right there. Put on a list, but go for it. Yeah, that's the kind of list you want to be on. Uh, are you here for the <laughs> orgy and harvest party? I don't true. think it is. Chris. Is that not okay? Don't put us on well, the list. Well, give uh, us wait. time to talk about that before you put us. On. Before we, I want to halt all motion forward to say I'm still being sent by just the phrase "trying not to masturbate." I don't know why that is the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a struggle. He was struggling. Did you see how? Su- and he kept like rolling it up so it looked yeah. like a kind of phallic so sweaty. symbol. Yeah, he was yeah. so sweaty, sweaty trying to just not trying yeah. to just, just not, not masturbate. 
Because <laughs> you know he goes to church late at night and masturbates and cries. Yeah, absolutely. like that's totally I the mean, way he plays that character. I don't feel like. Is there I'm another way to go that. to church? I must. Uh, is there yeah. another way to be an adult? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't remember church in the '90s being so awesome. I probably. I don't remember adulthood not being that not yeah. being that sad. So. Dude, this is a real story though. When my mom used to make me go to church all the time, they always were like back in the nineties, they were really pushing like youth groups, right? Oh yeah. But they were trying to do like oh, yeah. cool youth groups, like, hey, do you like to listen to like DC talk? Oh, like, oh yeah. Do, do <laughs> yep. cool stuff, right? Like we'll have like Jars of Clay, talk. yep, totally. Yeah, and they would do this thing with teenagers where like, we'll lock you in overnight and like yep. you can worship all night. And every one of us to his default was like trying to pick out like where we were gonna try to like hook up. Yeah. I was always like, I'm going to go right under that grand piano. I was like, it'll be romantic. And like, I was, like, I was not there for like God at all. So like, I, I know where this guy's head was. Right. Yeah. And like no, yeah. church camp is exclusively church camp and church gatherings were exclusively <laughs> for hookups in middle yeah. school. That, yeah. that was the point. Yeah. Of them. And I think that's probably, that's probably what's going on with this pastor though. He's like yeah. dealing with the guilt yeah. of never having actually done it, so he's like double time. That's a lie. Like... He he was banging his wife, and she was very beautiful for an old lady. Like he was probably out slinging. He's with the Power yeah. Town. Maybe I'm he saying got he's caught, making like, for up too for many jerk time. offs, and he gave himself to the cloth later in life. Like he, he's the only character where you're like, I'm inventing this whole backstory when the two romantic leads oh, are wow. talking, and I'm like, ew, gross. <laughs> I'm gonna think about that jerking off pretty somewhere. So that's I... what I was doing most of the time. I will say though, his sex and activity gives him one point down, right? Like him being like, you're not allowed to like look at normal bras that you're already wearing, yeah. my hot daughter. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so that's you know, but he gets his comeuppance with persona. Yeah. Right? So, well, he so also, you know, he's it's like forgiven. how did he just know? Like he just has persona. a nose for it where he's like, Oh, my niece must be at that whore motel. <laughs> like, how does he just fucking meander from the church to the horror motel? I don't know. Do you think Divine he thought his niece was there, or he's just like, I'm going out the way that I came in? Oh, <laughs> right? it could be. It was like a, a last bang, as it were. Yeah, I don't know. That priest was my favorite part of the movie, even yeah, though I'm convinced great. he might be a bad actor. <laughs> there, was, there was something you know, very different about – sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, just to give him, give him the benefit of the doubt – if you've ever had to act in anything, and I'm guessing both of you have at least once, imagine trying that, to motive. Yeah. Imagine trying to motivate that monologue that he has to give, yeah. where he tells a story. It would be impossible. So yeah. I don't know. He might be a great actor. Is his performance yeah. this great? Not really. But yeah. I, he, I don't know how you can do it any better. He's bringing the thunder. He's trying. But yeah. no, this, no and this is the thing. He's, he's doing the thing. It. I'll think about years from now. Yeah. Right? He's memor. I, I, that's a great point you bring up because we're always like, I don't think people understand all the time that movies, you know, have like so many people that can fuck other people's jobs up. Yeah. Right. And you could just look at the script right away and be like, yeah, this is an uphill battle. Right? Yeah, like, what the fuck? How do you yeah. And then he's probably like, yeah, can you just hit this monologue in like 14 minutes before lunch so right. we don't go exactly. over? You know? <laughs> like, exactly. That's so, exactly yeah. what it is. Think about how often that happens. Like, you're absolutely right. Staring at you. And there's no music. Like we were watching this finished product with like music and the push in and like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. You're having to like block all that out with like and you know, that's like fifteen people, like that's the director, that's the camera operator, that's the <laughs> script supervisor, that's the lighting and all this shit. And you're just like, All right, I'm in my moment. So like really, it might be Oscar worthy when you think. Well you know it. how like, well they I liked his performance? When they did the flashback, they kept doing the like 
picture in picture like a 90s r&b <laughs> video where his face would be over the like churchly activity that's how much it, they liked him i'll add one better because i was thinking about this last night they put those uh um strings they yeah. did that appliance oh, on yeah, his mouth you're right and god knows that would have taken a long time i'm assuming they would have started before lunch i'm assuming they wouldn't get to the scene until after lunch you can't film him yep. talking until you film the cutting scene and the cutting scene has to be oh, maybe so he was think about how long he was waiting all day most likely to do he this maybe ridiculous... using maybe he's like <laughs> do the makeup before lunch so that i'm motivated to get out so i can go eat oh man what if that's what he was like <laughs> maybe he's like straight maybe. up method but more, more likely, he just had to suffer through that day yeah. for this budget-ass horror movie. Yeah, which I'm sure that's right. <laughs> you wouldn't know at the time that it was going to be this thing that this one yeah. woman in Seattle was going to yeah. be in love with and that it was all worth this it. This movie desperately needs IMDb trivia, so someone just take that as fact and add that. Yeah, I bet yeah. more than likely. I bet more than likely that is what happened. Yeah, it's like, listen, we got to put the makeup on now and you just have to sit, sit there all day. The producer yeah. was like, fuck it. I don't know. Like, we don't have a lot of money. It's fine. So yeah. abuse I think we the just, shit out of this guy. I think we just realized it's a great performance. A great, yeah. Per- <laughs> I mean, it's it's my favorite. A pluses. So it's like that's a win in and of itself. You can say yeah. to someone else, "Like, oh, I hate that band." You're like, "I like it," so that works for me. Yeah, I love his performance, you know, even though it's un- insane. You know what I really like about this movie, and it, the thing I did not expect because it you assume a lot of time because it's a scarecrow and because it's of that ilk of that movie. That it's just going to be this sort of like Michael Myers esque thing where it just like hunts you. It's quiet mm-hmm. and it just like stares because, you know, it's a scarecrow. I fucking love that the scarecrow talks. Like yeah. it is. It, and it's yeah. like ultra creepy. And sometimes you think it will take away, but I fucking love that bit. Well, All especially the first kill on, uh, I forget it, Uncle Schlitz, right? Uncle Sh- Six Pack of Schlitz. <laughs> Uncle Frank. Yeah, um, sorry. Uncle Six Pack, yep. Uncle, I drink whatever's cheapest at 7-Eleven. Um, that first kill plays exactly like a Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees kill. And you're yeah. like, all right, I get it. I get it. And then after that, he starts, because it's when he uncuts his lips, right? Mm-hmm. That's when you're like, oh, shit, now they're going for it. And that's when you see, like, the personality come through. Because a scene like that, to me, was when uh, they hit the police blockade. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh the sheriff's dead. We're just in his car. Help us. And the guy's like, what the fuck? The scarecrow is coming from behind them, supposedly, right? Could easily just grab the book. He teleports behind the other two cops because he still fucking wants to play. And I was like, that's a fun extra level to add for this fucking talking scarecrow. Uh, Adrian, obviously, this is your wheelhouse. What do you what do you think makes this scarecrow so exceptional? Oh, I mean, so many things. One, I mean, we were just talking about him talking. He has a really clever and fun personality, probably because mm. he's an orgy-loving sex fiend, wine-drinking. Bless him, yes. Hedonist. What we all aspire to do, and we yeah. would be more of if <laughs> STDs and cirrhosis wouldn't get us all. Yeah, exactly. We gotta. We have to think of our livers and our genitals so we don't go as hard as we would. But he yeah. can go vicariously. He's like a superhero for adults. Um, but also, I, I'm so sorry. I have to stop. Was I the only one that thought it was just the fucking best when they showed the orgy <laughs> and they oh, discussed so that like budget. the really old lady <laughs> that had the like pilgrim bonnet on? <laughs> and I was like, oh, so you just got naked except for your fucking pilgrim bonnet? <laughs> I mean, the we're we're gonna have to talk about this later because I gotta hear the yeah. rest of Adrian's point. But like the yeah. flashback, yeah, is, oh yeah. 
Whew. Gold. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt. That we just ha- flashed no, my we head. Have and to. I died. So, no. yes. We're gonna. We have to talk through that whole the budget, the budget orgy. <laughs> the budget orgy is the thing. That's another um, T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's a band, and it's our <laughs> band. Oh my God! Yes, that is a band name for sure. Budget orgy. It, yeah. Yep. One, two, three, four. Um. Yeah, the scarecrow <laughs> is sick. He he looks sick. Is especially is a thing. Like, awesome. The the lighting and the design together are like they're like peanut butter and chocolate in this movie. Like. The van kill scene of the hot teen who's like 25, um, the <laughs> priest's daughter. Hot yeah. teen is priest's mm-hmm. daughter, dies in the van. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with the like strobing, which like would give you a seizure. Like yeah. there's, I don't know what the strobing's about. Doesn't matter. The work, like the way that they designed him works so beautifully with those really rich blues and these dark lights. And then he's really clever. And then he has a potentially for some viewers, problematic seed um, displacement thing that he likes to do, which I think is awesome. But you know, I, I, can see I did too, so man. grossed out. <laughs> I mean, it's disgusting and totally awesome. I love it. Love it's, it. So but I mean, that's what I mean, though, right? Things. We see him kill like five ways, right? He's got like the little, just the tip. Mm-hmm. He's got his scythe, like the classic. He uses the combine, but the one that I mean, I thought it was cool when he used the like little piece of straw to go into the town mayor, right? And it's yeah. just like the stuff that pouring was out. Awesome. Of oh yeah. yeah, and the sheriff when he blows it, it's like mm-hmm. like he gets hit with all the porcupine. It was just awesome. Like they just they really went above and beyond just a classic. Like he slashes. That yep. little ET phone home thing is. That is not what that. <laughs> that yeah. is yeah. what that shit is, dude. ET phone phone is parole officer. That's. What... <laughs> <laughs> it looks yeah. very. What the fuck was that that he was putting in their mouth? Because he kept calling it a seed. I think it's a corn. I think it's a corn kernel. I think it's a kernel. And that is amazing. That I as a as a man who lives in the corn capital of the country, <laughs> and detasseled and did that. That ain't corn. I, is, oh, I know I it's not wondering. really corn. I'll tell it's you that. You're not right. Really corn. <laughs> you think it's like magical I was, corn? <laughs> I was wondering if it was gonna be like a because uh, when it, I was wondering if it was gonna be like a uh, like because Griffey and I when we did the Pumpkinhead podcast, mm-hmm. I, I always assumed like the Pumpkinhead thing is because like you become Pumpkinhead once you've summoned him, like mm. you're buried as Pumpkinhead and you'll be reborn, or you're buried and then you'll be reborn as Pumpkinhead. I thought that whole bit was him like passing the scarecrow along like i guess because he calls her a seed and then he waits like he opens the door he doesn't kill john hawks right which is strange for him at this point yeah he opens the door and he's like oh spencer's gift and then it like starts moving under her body and pulls her down right and so i was like did he just plant her so he can because at the end, he actually seems like he's reading the spell. I was like, oh, that'll be our twist ending is she's going to, like, emerge from the dirt. And then we'll mm. get Night of the Scarecrows 2, you know, I did it again, whatever. <laughs> like, I was expecting that ending. Yeah, it was at the I end, think- too, when he's just, like, yeah. rubbing it on her mouth. Ugh, ugh. I think you're overthinking it. I don't. Th- I think it's just supposed yeah. to be creepy, vaguely for- sexual, thusly <laughs> yeah. threatening. There's nothing more threatening than something vaguely sexual done by a warlock scarecrow. Yeah. It's yeah. super gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more I actually think it's more inspired by um the mother alien bloop, dropping her eggs. Oh yeah, okay. Aliens than in anything else. But I I mean I don't It's think, very goopy. Yeah. 
whatever. It's more it's, of a face poker than a face hugger, but yes. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Yeah, it was that a real buffalo. It was alien, a real buffalo bill, but buffalo bill vibe at the end. Just yeah, yep, yes. yep. Oh, I'm glad she was able to like baby bird it back out. <laughs> yeah, out. what the fuck? You and know? then it like it ran away under the dirt. I was like, oh yeah. shit, they got sequel seeds. That everywhere. was I was like sequel seeds. That's what it is. He's seeding the sequel. This is the third movie this month where I'm like, these are probably cheapest shit rights that we should acquire. We should also sequel going. scenes. Sequel scenes. Another band name. Side project. Boom. Damn. God damn. We're going to be very Side busy. After <laughs> yes, we, we should Man. get the rights to this. Someone should. Right? Dude. Yeah. So we have a list. get the rights to a lot of these movies. Yeah. We've got a list of like three or four of them. Like, I feel like we could scoop that up for like a Chick-fil-A gift card. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what? Free nugs? Yeah. You can have Night of the Scarecrow. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, I thought the Scarecrow was actually amazing in this. Um, yeah. And this leads us into the origin of said scarecrow, right? Because he kind of starts off with like a a low rent Shazam, right? You know, where yeah. the lightning bolt like reinvigorates him. Well, that's a question I want to ask you really okay. quick. So I don't really understand what brings him. I mean, they kind of explain it, but it, I'm not really sure what brings him back from the dead. Is it the uncovering of the tomb? Is it the peeing on the ground? Is it the lightning, or is it all three? What do you? I think? thought it was the pee. Like bodily that's fluid. That's the that's thing. the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street five, right? Where it starts off where a dog pees on Freddy's grave four or five. That's yeah. how he comes back. Oh, I think that's I, part yeah. four. That's the Rennie Harlan oh, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the yeah. dog pees fire into a hole and Freddy Krueger comes back to life. Yeah, yeah, the MTV Freddy. So I think peeing on graves is a catalyst. But maybe the moon was moving in a strange way. This felt mystical. Because if I remember yeah. right in the story, they say the town will have good crops as long as his bones remain covered. Right. Right. So right, I think right, maybe right. the crack like begins to activate. So it was also like, you guys are farmers by trade. Could you not fucking dig this thing down a little deeper? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or why would you not be perturbed? Like, how in the world and why is there, like, a giant stone in the middle of yeah, the field? Yeah, right in the middle of the field where they're going to drive giant, like, ground-crushing tractors and shit. And I yeah. think it's one of those two ladies that was, like, with the horse carrying the stone. She's like, I fucking like the orgies, man. Yeah. I would love for that to come back. You know, maybe <laughs> right. my kid can have an orgy someday. And she, like, intentionally left it light but yeah, yeah that's that's how i took it i don't know but cool. um essentially we go back to the like sticky motel room and the guy's like i knew this all along but you know i didn't like guard the rock because i'm sweating to you know your mom's fucking magazines from sears <laughs> <laughs> and so we go back in this town they they've gone west right and it's it's this brutal town full of blight and rotten hard ground right not nutritious soil no. this guy shows up and he, he looks like a creep visually, but that's not fair to judge, right? This real swarthy gentleman. Essentially, all he does is say, hey, I will make the air perfect, the water perfect, the ground perfect. You'll be rich as shit and never starve. I just want a little bit of freedom to have consensual orgies. Consensual. Consensual orgies. Sexual intercourse. With whatever. And that's kind of it. What's that's the problem? It. That's Why, it. What's the fucking problem? I think you might have played like some sort of game of chance in one of those real quick flashbacks. Yeah. Too. So some poker. Fun. Yeah. You're telling me just, people in that town don't have poker nights? Come on. Basically yeah. just having all of the wonderful delights of a secular life. And <laughs> exactly. these people couldn't fucking handle it. It's very judgy. 
Like it is. It's very the witch, right? It's He's I can indoors. do it all on my own, and when you show that you can do it without being in that little church, that old motherfucker's coming for you, man. He's indoors, not bothering anyone, and they're just having the most low budge orgy you can think <laughs> of, with some of the most for movies of this ilk. And also, this came out in '95. This was the part where I was like, there's no way this was made in 1995. This was made in like 1985, and they no, waited until 95 to this shoot was it. the height of HBO's real sex. Yeah. Speaking of trying not to wait, know, did this get released? Because, see, that's what I thought, too. Is I'm like, do you some remember? Serious... I don't know how old everyone is. I might be the oldest. I'm probably the oldest. But do you remember when HBO Real Sex came out? It was like a oh, dude, wild I watch real time sex. in life. Hell we watch yeah. Real Sex all the time. Yeah, Because you would yeah. see, like, sex in movies, and you'd be like, all right, that, you know, looks like a yeah. Cirque du Soleil act. Right. When you watch yeah. Real Sex, and you're like, there's not, like, one attractive person on it. They're, like, yeah. you know, smacking each other's asses, dressed as horses. And you're like, yeah. is this what real grown-up sex? Like, it was actually it's... almost like a documentary horror. We're yeah, like, totally. is this what's going to happen to me? I'm going to work at State Farm and get spanked and, for carrots? And that's exactly <laughs> what and that's exactly what this orgy was. It was just State Farm, State Farm folks getting yeah. down after well, It's yeah. weird. As you get older, you become more appreciative of real sex. You're like, I'm just glad there are people out there going for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what totally. I mean? Like, good for you. No, that's exactly what it was. But yeah, yeah no like, one's out in the pasture getting whipped and like the, wrestling pigs and then they go shoot up a supermarket. But there's stuff in this good there's point. stuff in this orgy scene that like they won't even show in movies now. Like it's just like very not gra I wouldn't even go graphic because it's not, not graphic. graphic. It's yeah. just like one of those it's real sex is a great way to describe it. Because you're just like good for them. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Like that looks yeah. like it might be fun. Yeah. We should try that sometime. It's like it's very like a lot of like this right? really they even let yeah, the old people get in on it. They have to wear their bonnets so we know that they're Everyone's old. wearing their bonnets That's still. It. Yeah. In case there <laughs> are like locks flow down we're like I can't see real good. Is that Dame Helen Mirren? I don't know. That's no, it's whoa, actually whoa, a whoa. bonnet stays on. How <laughs> yeah. dare you be in DC in this place? Everything else comes off, no jimmies, but you better keep that fucking bonnet tight tight. There's Maybe one rule in the orgy house. Dude, it's either it's either there are a bunch of women who are never nudes in this town, mm. or that's his tank <laughs> is a bonnet, right? He's probably Ooh, old as shit. He's shit. more like a hundred years, and he's like, oh Maybe damn. Maybe the bonnet's like, the king. <laughs> damn. He's yeah. like, I've been seeing you churn that butter, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's a really mild kink. So what, yeah. another point for the warlock. Like, yeah, again, well, also, this guy those is old not ladies bothering been, anyone. No, they've all been wearing those bonnets for the entire day before the orgy. I'm sure they don't mind keeping it on for another like hour. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how long traditional orgies run, but you know, maybe Listen, an hour's I'm going to say this was a non-traditional orgy because I bet he made it really fun. There's poker yeah. in the background. Well, also, if you did watch, you notice your business. he was kind of just like the DM of the orgy. Like it started yeah. and he's just yeah. like, good job, guys. Keep orgying. And he wasn't like forcing his way in, making the other guys like watch. No, he's just showing he's leading everyone down the primrose path. Being like, guys, this can be very enjoyable if you like respect each other keep your bonnets on and right live yeah. your best life right yeah this warlock that, was not a warlock he's just a guy no he's just a cool guy but then all of that kind of gets dude. thrown out the window at the last kind of shot of it where it's kind of it's above and you can tell that it's like seven people on a sound stage yeah. <laughs> you filter over it and it's like oh but you know you know i like that you peel back the curtain there's just like that there's yeah. just that sneak a psych white of like the like yeah. the soundstage where you're like, oh there like, it is. Okay, we rented cool. out the yeah. local Pioneer Elk Lodge. <laughs> like can we Yeah. Bingo's coming in in a minute. We gotta mop. But that that gets back to the point too where you're like, 
It's not like he's taking the whole fucking town. No. no. There were four couples. What the fuck? <laughs> but you know yeah, what? Just... It was because it was the pastor's repressed daughter mm-hmm. who's like, oh, I can get something for me. Yeah. My dad's over here, like, you know, stroking his ego. I can for get something Lord. for me. And no, he put yeah. that down. Yeah. It's... There's nothing creepier than a dad who's obsessed with virginity. And that's just actually real, but also yeah. true. That's a real horror. True of this movie now, in real life. I never sure. lived through uh, being a woman and having a dad who was, like, concerned with my sexuality. Like, this was a joke that every guy knows. Is your dad's like, yeah, I'm glad you were a boy because I only have to worry about one dick. If yeah. I had a girl, you have to worry about all the dicks. That's like, so gross. Almost every man who's hearing this, Ugh. I bet you either your friend or an uncle or a dad has told you that before. Oh, no. That is like a common television joke at this point. I, I feel like I just blew your mind, Adrian. I'm sorry did, to let you, you in on the dark curtain. The thing is, is that's like, how dad, we think about it. Dad, why are you thinking of teen boys dicks? That's true. Not how why we think about it. Why are you about it? Let's just yeah. not worry about it. Let's teach yeah. our kids and then teach them how to make good decisions and then they yeah. will make it's one of those like great yeah like that is um actually i think the last time i heard that was on an episode of the league that was the joke really? that was a joke like yeah it's, it's one of those it's things, a very like well it's a very common gag the guy who doesn't want to be seen as you know <laughs> archaic mm-hmm. or not pc will go yeah i hope my kid's gay and you're like yeah he goes no pregnancies <laughs> you're like oh well awesome Good I mean, uh, cool. Support, support is support. Thanks, guy. I guess. Don't, <laughs> I don't ever know. talk on this subject again. Preach. Probably every like, single bar where you go out and like a guy has kids, that mm-hmm. saying will be fucking said. And this is the saddest, Wild. like alternate, like how that goes the most awry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, he put a bone in you. I'm putting his bones in the field. He's done forever. Exactly. I hope no one pees on it. In the and again, all he had to do. This is like the like, the whole movie rests on this concept of just like just turn a blind eye who cares yep. no no one's getting hurt no it literally in a in a big sense right in like a philosophical sense it's a man who believes in god or a god who gave him nothing but turmoil right mm-hmm. and then a man came along and gave them the literal garden of eden in the middle of nowhere america and he's mad that he couldn't do it so he fucking destroys this man and then That's later, it. his entire lineage is destroyed. That's it. That's, That's the whole fucking movie is. in a nutshell. It's mm-hmm. pure judgment. But that's what, it's, it's just... kind of a, like a big idea in the middle of uh, a slapdash film. Yeah. 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 It's... No, it's a huge like philosophical concept of the good <laughs> mm-hmm. inside. And like what that In the means. movie that, where teens fuck in a Spencer's <laughs> gift on wheels. And it's the yeah. perfect it's the perfect theme for pastoral or like farm horror. Because that is I where agree. Horror, absolutely right? horror. Yeah. Which is what this is, right? Fall horror feels fall feels right for farm horror. I didn't grow up on Agreed. a farm, but I grew up in a city, but it's, it's fucking just scary. Right. Yeah. And it's the right it's the right theme. I don't know if I ever told you guys we tried to start a ghost hunting society. <laughs> and mostly it was like we would just get like really high and go drive around and ghost hunt, right? So one day we were doing like backyard boxing. My friend got knocked out by me. You know it happened. Never mind. And he fell fell in mulch, right? So he had like mulch stuck in his face. So he was bleeding. We got high and we went out and there was this one stretch of Indiana land, right? Where the walkie talkies wouldn't work and like the moon changed levels as you drove, right? It was like one of our local hauntings. So my friend was so high, we're like, Where's where is he? We turned around and he climbed this abandoned silo, right? 
and he got stuck near the top of the ladder. So we climb up, we get up next to him, and we looked over. So you could look down in this big cement silo, right? A grain silo. Didn't have the top on. And I fucking kid you not, it just looked like a hundred eyes, like a demon with a hundred glowing eyes because these cats all live there at night. And we both almost fell off the ladder and killed ourselves. (laughs) And so everything on a farm at night is horrifying. Then we made noise. So the pigs are like, and it's just, it's fucking scary. And and cornfields, I don't know if you guys have ever been in cornfields. They're fucking scary. Yeah. I think the thing about cornfields not just like the inability to like really like if you get lost to really understand locate where yourself because it's like fifteen feet tall yeah yeah it's the abject silence mm-hmm. there's nothing else out there and I think yeah. that's probably the thing that makes cornfields and I can't I love this farm horror that much more terrifying what a great is that like yeah when you really think about it like it, it is the real it's really the place where no one hears you scream like you can it's for miles. It doesn't matter necessarily. And I think that's what that's what's kind of interesting about this movie, actually, is like the geography is like, oh, cool. The cornfields are right next to town. So everyone will be able to hear all this shit going on. But right. like. Even still. Where outside this town are people going to know what's happening? So, of course, there is this like wicker man methodology that all these guys have to, like, keep the scarecrow happy, so to speak. So, yeah, ultimately, I, it's it's that much more terrifying because you realize like not only is all, are all these assholes in on it, but also that no one, like no one outside their community cares about them. It's yeah. Again, it is like, it's these weird, bigger concepts in a movie that I'm not sure is necessarily trying to address them. (laughs) And they're just trying to get to the end. Like we got to get to this 90 minute mark guys. Like, come on, what are we doing here? But like for me, slap the bones on the ground, slap the bones. (laughs) Stop them. I don't care. Find them. Whatever, 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 whatever we got in the background. Like, I don't care. Like, that's... Where you could tell they me, were rushing when uh, the bottle of acid just broke in his hands. And then he's just yeah. fine for the rest of the movie. Just fine. He's like, yeah, this like shit will a- eat rock at room temperature. And you're ah. like, wow, that's impressive. And then he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, nothing happened. I'll be all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is kind of to your point, though, right? They mentioned, like, we can't look like Hicks. We'll blow our land deal. And if they just hadn't acted like Hicks, the apartment developers would have summoned the Scarecrow like in six months and they would have lived yeah. and the Scarecrow would have killed them. It would have just been yeah. like, you know, like Candyman out in the, you know, cornfields. Oh, candy all. corn mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, nice. There it is. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think that's the weird thing about this movie, right? Because, yeah, it, I mean, it took me back to the cornfield. We used to play this game, Dead Buffalo. Where you would take a case of beer, right? Like 30 Keystone Lights. And the first guy would go Jesus out into the cornfield. And you would just walk for 15 minutes. And you would sit down and just drink beer, right? And every right. 15 minutes, someone would follow you into the field, right? And they had to keep searching for you until they found you. Then they would sit quietly next to you and drink beer. And yeah. you would just do that until the last guy found you. And they'd be scared of shit, like, walking around this cornfield for, like, hours sometimes. You know, and it's like, it's just loud and it's a weird environment. Like, cornfields are inherently strange and scarecrows are a weird concept. So it has all that awesome imagery you're talking about, Adrian. But I think what I love about this is is your point you said earlier, right? Is that in a film of probably all jobbers, people really went the extra mile. And there's some really strange decisions and hard work that make mm-hmm. this movie super memorable and fun compared to a lot of straight to, you know, VOD, DVD kind of stuff. What is that... What is your final summation of why this this film still works for you? 
Yeah, that I mean, you really set it up nicely. I think that as a, you know, mega lifetime horror nerd, you can see you can see the lifts, the things they're lifting, you know, this slimy mare who wants things to work no matter what. It's very Jaws. And you've got, you know, you can see these tropes that transcend genre, but have really specific one-to-ones to other horror. And and you see, you could see all of the strings moving. But like I said at the beginning, by the end, you kind of don't even know what happened to you because it sweeps you up <laughs> and it just, it forces you to go along with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I am obstinately a Scarecrow fan because before I knew that I loved horror because I, you know, when I was really little, I was obsessed with Halloween. Well before, like, well before Tim Burton. I mean, Tim Burton was around, but he hadn't really done anything. Um, maybe Edward Scissorhands. But well before the, like, Disney-fi- Disneyification of Halloween became uh, Let's Sell to Elder Millennials, like the three of us, um, well before that, and there was nothing, I would like draw all of the little symbols of Halloween, pumpkins, cats, scarecrows. So I've always loved those symbols, especially when it's a horror movie that takes place in the fall, but there just aren't enough scarecrow ones. And of all the ones that there are, which you can count on like two hands, this one is the most coherent. It's the most entertaining. <laughs> it doesn't dip like Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. That shit's pretty boring, no offense. Like there's some cool spots. After Mask like the first good. 15 minutes, yeah. Yeah, and like the you know the the kind of concept behind it all doesn't exactly hold an, up under modern scrutiny, um, but this this kind of <laughs> it just rips. It's like as close yeah. as you're gonna get to a metal scarecrow film. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think God, the only like modern scarecrow is scary stories to tell in the dark, right? Yeah, and so, even yeah. that's like yeah. a pretty quick thing. I yeah. guess maybe Sam short. from really? Halloween is almost like the the modern Halloween scarecrow we go to. Yeah, he's like a baby scarecrow. There's yeah. also there's yeah. a Doctor Who episode from maybe like it's probably well over ten years ago. You that has scarecrows. I, I fucking think love Doctor Who. Yes, that's a great. Yeah. But that I mean, you're right. They're they're essentially just more interesting and specific zombies to me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But this one isn't. He's smart. Yeah, he talks. Really yeah, <laughs> this yeah, and that's what makes of... him cool. Yeah. This one's the spirit of a man wronged by society for just trying yeah. to bring a little little love into everyone's life. Yeah. This I, one is more uh, consensual Freddy Krueger or Sarah Fears, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just yeah. a person yeah. done wrong yeah. by, you know, really, the, the male establishment. Yeah, there's a lot of really... I really liked it, honestly. Yeah, I, it's fun. I, and again, I think this is one of those movies where, like, I hope people watch this during the Halloween season this year. And kind of just tuck it away. You like can I said. find like, this it. Is a, it is online. Uh, online. You know, we would love to pay for it if it ever comes out. I would pay for it. But yeah, easily, it's easily. Yeah, when I it mean, comes, it's... when we get it released, because we'll be putting together the sequel. We'll put <laughs> it out yeah. online, guys. Yeah. When we yeah. create our sequel, Urban Harvest, when the apartment <laughs> developers do come in and they spread his dust and bones everywhere. Yep. Yeah. We could Absolutely. also do Night of the Warlock. Oh shit! Oh shit! Now he comes back and it's like a convention full of LARPers and yeah. <laughs> he's like back. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it cool though. Night of the Warlock, colon, Warlock's Revenge. Oh, there it shit. is. Yeah. Yep. Scared yeah, crows. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. We'll, we'll workshop it. We've got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got well, time. We got, we'll, yeah, we got to get through this bidding war. Yeah, it's all good. You well, get, no. we'll, we'll talk to their people. We'll figure yeah. it out. It's got a great color palette that feels very 90s as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. We can neon it up a little thought. bit too. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I mean, that's yeah. that's what I always settle on in horror movies because a lot of people rip on them because they're, they're not good movies all the time. Don't mm-hmm. be boring and at least show passion on the screen, right? There's nothing yeah. worse than when you can just tell that people just fucking phoned it in yep. and put nothing extra in, right? So even a bad horror movie that goes for it almost always works for me. And this is a great example of that. Great pick, Adrian. Awesome yeah. to have you. You're amazing as always. Uh, would you like to remind people one more time where they can find you on social media? Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. This is amazing. I love being here with you. Thanks yeah, for you're the best. So much fun. You killed it. Can't wait to come <laughs> so back to what we discussed earlier. Yes. Um, I'm Adrian Clark. You can find me at Adrian underscore edits on Twitter, October underscore country on Instagram. And I forgot to say, I'm also a co-host for the I Love Splattercast, which yes. uh, amazing. does uh, uh, reviews all women-directed horror films. So check it out. Amazing. Yeah, I will put all that in the show details. Uh, And yeah, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, Thank you so much. All right, guys, as always, 31 days, 31 pods for us in October. We know it's a lot. We appreciate your guys' support. So Alex and I will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.